Hey everybody, <laughs> happy Wednesday. I pray the Lord uh, greatly blesses you uh, today, and I pray the Lord greatly blesses our time uh, together. Uh, let's, uh, as always, open up uh, in prayer. And as we do, um, I'd just like for you to remember uh, 1 Peter 5, 7, uh, which tells us that we can cast all of our cares on Him uh, for He cares for us. Um, some translations say anxiety. Cast all of your anxieties uh, on Him tonight uh, because He cares uh, for you. I love that passage of Scripture because it reminds us of the bigness of God uh, and the love of God, that we can cast all of our cares, all of our fears, yes. all of our worries, yeah. everything that's troubling you right now tonight, every anxiety that you can throw it off on Him tonight. And the reason you can is because He loves you, because He cares for you. And it's not even a, a, in Scripture, it's not even like a plural we, it's like a real specific you. Mm. It's He cares uh, for you. So as we pray tonight, let's do this. Whatever you're worried about, you know, whatever's troubling you, uh, whatever uh, cares you have or anxieties you have, uh, before we go any further tonight, let's cast them on the Lord yes. uh, in prayer, uh, remembering that He cares uh, for us. And then maybe we'll be free from anxiety mm. and free from worry, free from that thorn uh, that wants to choke out the Word of God. Uh, and we can have our hearts open to receive tonight and to hear from the Lord. And that Word will get planted down inside of us and bring forth a rich, uh, abundant harvest uh, in our lives. Let's yes. pray together. Amen. Lord, we thank You for Your Word. We thank You for the wonderful reminder in Scripture tonight uh, that You care for us and that You call us to not carry our fears, to not carry our anxieties, to not carry our worries, you, to not carry our cares, but to cast them on You for You mm. care for yes. us, to bring them to You. You tell yes. us time and time again in Scripture to bring them to You. Uh, so tonight, Lord, whatever we may be struggling with, whatever uh, we may be carrying, whatever's got us burdened down, we yes. cast it on You tonight. Yes, we give it to You. Yes. We know You care for us and that You're going to take it and that You're going to do with it what only You can do with mm. it. You're going to care for it. You're going to handle it. You're going to yes. deal with it. Set us free tonight from every worry, every fear, every yes. anxiety, so that we are open to hear from you. And we just ask you tonight, Lord, to open us up. And we open ourselves up and say, Lord, we need a word from you tonight. Yes. Uh, we want to hear uh, from you. We pray, Lord, that you would come and move, uh, that you would come and speak. Our hearts are open to receive. Yes. Our ears are open yes. to hear. Amen. Uh, we give you this time. We give you our lives. And we pray, speak to us, Lord. Yes. Change us, we pray. In Jesus' mighty name, yes. amen. 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 Well, praise the Lord. I always get <laughs> uh, so excited and so thankful uh, when, I, when I think about how much God loves us, mm. and how much He loves me, and how big of a God He is, yes. that each and every one of us can cast our cares on Him, and He can care for each and every one of our cares, right. whether they're big ones yeah. uh, or, they're, or they're small ones, whatever, right. whatever we're That's struggling right. with, whatever's worrying us, bring it to Him tonight. He cares right. for you. Well, we have... Uh, been talking about uh, the faith effect, um, the effect that that putting our faith and trust uh, in our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ has upon our lives, uh, that it changes us mm -hmm. uh, in every way. 
Uh, I was having to answer some questions uh, the other night for something that I'm, that I'm doing, and, and one of the questions was, how does your faith in Jesus affect your everyday uh, life? And I was just like, wow, in every way. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, just, it just affects yeah. my life in, in every uh, way, uh, that when we put our trust in Jesus, that we are changed and transformed, and that That's we right. live different than we used to yeah. live. Right. Uh, now we live by faith in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. And that faith affects us yeah. in every area, in yeah. every way mm -hmm. of our lives. Mm -hmm. It has changed who we right. are, right. and it changes the way we live, yeah. and it changes what we do. I think that's what, it, what it's saying to us uh, in Ephesians 2. Uh, such a great passage of scripture. Uh, let me just start at verse eight. This is the real, you know, familiar uh, portion of it uh, for you. It says, "For it is by grace you have been saved mm -hmm. through faith, yes. and this not from yourselves. It is the gift of God. Uh, that it is grace, that it is faith, that we have found salvation. This is the gift of God." Uh, verse nine says this, uh, "Not by works, uh, so we don't work." Uh, to earn our salvation. Jesus has done everything uh, that needed to be done in order for us yeah. uh, to come to Him, to trust in Him, mm -hmm. uh, to be His, uh, and to be saved, uh, and to become children of God. It's not by works uh, so that no one can boast. I can't right. boast. You can't boast. Uh, verse uh, 10 Ephesians 2.10, most everybody's probably got this memorized. If not, you ought to. Uh, <laughs> for we are God's workmanship yes. created in Christ Jesus to do good works, right. which God prepared in advance for us to do. Yes. So here we see that, uh, that uh, by our faith and trust in Jesus, you know, that, we have, that we have entered into Christ and that in Christ, uh, we are God's workmanship created in Christ mm -hmm. Jesus, that in Christ we become mm -hmm. who God has called us to be, yeah. uh, who God has uh, made us to be. We right. become who we were truly meant to be in Christ Jesus. That's the, that's the faith effect on us. We are born again. Right. We are changed and transformed. And then it says uh, that, uh, that in Christ, who we are meant to be, we are to do good works, mm. which God has planned mm. and prepared for right. each and every one of yes. us uh, to do. So we don't get saved by works. But once we're saved in Christ Jesus, right. you know, there's a call of God on That's our right. lives to do works yeah. that He has formed us, fashioned yeah. us, created us to uh, do. Yeah. It's pretty interesting. Like if you go all the way back to the to the book of Genesis, uh, when Adam was made, he was placed in the garden, mm. and God called him to work and care for that uh, garden before he ever fell into sin. You know, he was created and called. Uh, to work. The, f the effect of our faith in Jesus uh, and on living by faith yeah. uh, is, that, is that we now are called uh, to be workmen for Christ. Mm -hmm. We have a call of God on our lives to build the church and to proclaim the gospel mm -hmm. of Jesus' name, to work. That's right. To, to work. Yeah. Uh, in 1 Corinthians 15, Paul talks about the, the faith effect. 
and the effect that the grace of God had on his life, that, that the grace of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, when he saw Jesus for who he truly was and had that revelation, he said, that grace of God, he said, it was not without effect on me. Mm. He said, it affected That's me. Right. It changed my life. And he said, I went from persecuting the church working to to stop the church <laughs> to working harder than anyone else to build the church and to proclaim the gospel yeah. of Jesus name those of us who are called of God uh, who have come to him who have trusted him and put our faith in him there's a call of God on our lives to work to work to build the church mm-hmm. and to proclaim the gospel of Jesus name now i know you know some people are probably thinking uh, right now man i've already got <laughs> so much work to do. Yeah. You know, I own a house and I've got three kids and, you know, got a got a job and, and you know, cars to care for and mm-hmm. other family members and, and, and hobbies and there's yeah. and, and I mean really everybody's so busy right mm-hmm. now. You know, they're that so uh, burdened down, running yeah. ninety uh, to nothing that yeah. when you start talking to them about the call of God on their lives mm-hmm. to uh, to do the good works which he's prepared for them to do, it can really start to overwhelm them. Yeah. And give them anxiety, which we started off talking about. Yeah. And we don't want anxiety. Cast all of that on him. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Why is that? Why does that seem so burdensome? Well, what is the answer? The, f- the funny thing is, is we were talking today. You know, we you were calling me from work, and you said, "Hey, what's stirring in your heart today?" And uh, for Bible study tonight. And you know, I, I was so busy <laughs> when you called. I was homeschooling. Overwhelmed you. Overwhelmed. <laughs> Homeschooling. I cook. Was cook. I cook lunch. I got dinner in the crock pot. You are awesome. um, no, I'm not saying all that for that. <laughs> no, but I was, I was just like that in. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> I was separating fights. You know, like I, we've got six kids at our house. You know, homeschooling and a puppy. Yeah, and uh, I, I was problem solving all day. You know, I've cleaned up messes. Just it was just crazy chaotic day. And so whenever we finally did get to talk. You said, hey, I really feel like we tonight that we're supposed to talk about works, you know, not not working for our salvation, because that's not what we do. God, right. Christ has paid for it. Grace, yeah. But when we have Jesus in our hearts, he we are compelled. Christ loves compels us mm. to do what he has called us to do. And so I got I got kind of, you know, able to be by myself and, um, you know, kind of what is stirring in my heart, Lord? You know, what's the, the topic that you kind of presented to me just kind of didn't sound exciting because I'd been working all day, you know? <laughs> and so then um, I was able to just to get still, you know, and be still and know that he is God yes. and open up the word. And his, this Holy Spirit just gently began to speak to me. And that overwhelming feeling I had just kind of just started, mm. you know, just going, going away mm. when I opened up the word of God and he mm. just began to speak to my heart and the, and the word that I had been, had been searching for all day to share tonight had just came easy, Yes, praise the Lord. you know? And so it came easy because in Matthew eleven twenty eight, go ahead and turn there with me. I know you know this first, but we have got to get this down in our hearts. Yes. But this is Jesus speaking. Matthew eleven twenty eight says this. Jesus says, come to me, yes. all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. I think that we get so busy and we get so crazy and we get so everything gets so chaotic that we do feel heavy. We do feel burdened. We do feel weary. Well, that's not what Jesus wants us to feel. He wants us to bring all of that to him and he will give us rest. And then he says, take 
my yoke upon you and learn from me. For I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So I think we get, I think when we start feeling like overwhelmed about things, life's out of balance. You know, you kind of picture that yoke that's on the oxen, you know, and Jesus wants us, wants to carry that yoke for us. Well, a lot of times what we, um, our, our busyness, our, everything we want to do, our hobbies, you know, everything we want becomes, comes before Jesus. Mm-hmm. And so therefore we're like, the, <laughs> the, the yoke is cattywampus, as I like to say, but it's, it's, it's all on me. Yes. And so it becomes heavy. So to add kingdom ministry or kingdom work to that gospel, preaching the gospel, um, doing my part at church, you know, being a greeter, being a nursery worker, being whatever God has called me to be, you yes. know, to advance his kingdom, um, you know, being on, being on the connections team, being on the outreach team, you know, going to the community and doing what God's called me to do to spread his gospel. All of that seems so heavy because I'm out of balance. Yes. You know, and but Jesus wants to take our burden. And whenever it was like today, when I just got before him and, and opened up the word, his his it became easy to me. It was like he was just saying, Joy, that's that's how I want your whole life to be. Mm. I want yes, your Lord. whole life to be easy. Yes, Lord. And your <laughs> yoke, because his yoke is easy yes, and his burden is. is like Jesus doesn't lie. That's and right. this is words from his mouth. Written in red. Yes. Yes. And so God wants your yoke to be easy and light tonight. I don't know if there's somebody out there right now who is weary. Maybe you are burdened. Maybe you are overwhelmed tonight. Maybe you say, you want me to minister at church? You want me to go and, you you know, God, what do you you call me to do your works in in advance? Well, I can't even get my house cleaned up. I can't even, you know, my yard still got sticks in it from Hurricane's Alley. You know, it ain't nothing. I, I can't do anything else. Well, that's because you're out of balance. That's right. And God is wanting you tonight to say, "Give you, get, Lord, I give you my yoke. I give yeah. you my burden tonight. And I want yours, Lord, because it's easy and it's light. And so it made me think about a story in, um, in Numbers, and it's Moses. And I could not imagine being Moses. Okay? I could not imagine leading around a bunch of complaining, grumbling people who had just, he had just delivered from Egypt. Like they were in slavery. Yeah. Okay. They were working hard every day. They were, they were toiling. They were being persecuted. They were, you know, whips. I mean, they were slaves. Mm-hmm. Okay. God had used Moses to deliver them out of slavery. They were going to the promised land. All right. So turn with me to Numbers 11. Okay. And I just want to read this story is so funny, but not funny. Okay. So I just wanted to read this and let's just pull out some nuggets from it. All right. Turn to Numbers 11, four, get your Bibles out. Numbers 11, four. All right. So the, the, they're in, you know, on their way to the promised land. God is providing food for them yes. every day. Manna from heaven. Okay. Well, Every day, they didn't have to work for their food. They didn't have to cook their food. They didn't have to go stand in Zaxby's line and get food in the in that crazy um, drive-through line. My gosh, God was providing food from heaven. And here's what this bunch of people did. All right, the Bible calls them the rabble. Okay, you know God's getting irritated with them when they call them the rabble. The rabble with them began to crave other food. And again, the Israelites started wailing and said, if only we had meat to eat. We remember the fish we ate in Egypt at no cost. 
Also, the cucumbers, the melons, the leeks, the onions, the garlic. Man, I bet they had some stinky breath. <laughs> but now we have lost our appetite. We never see anything but this manna. The manna was like coriander seed and looked like resin, the Bible says. The people went around gathering it and then, uh, th then ground it into a hand meal or crushed it in a mortar. And they cooked it in a pot or made it into loaves. I mean, there were so many things you could do with it. And it tasted like something made with olive oil. I don't know. That sounds really good to me. And when the dew settled on the camp at night, the manna also came down. Moses heard the people of every family wailing at the entrance of their tents. And just get a picture of this, okay? This is God's provision, and the people are wailing at the entrance of their tents about this. Hmm. Um, the Lord became exceedingly angry, and Moses was troubled. He asked the Lord, okay, he begins to ask the Lord questions. Why have you brought this trouble on your servant? What have I done to this please you that you put the burden of all these people on me? Moses is feeling the burden. Yeah. He is feeling the heaviness. He is feeling the weariness. He is tired of all the complaining. He's tired of all the grumbling. Did I conceive all these people? Did I give birth to all these people? Did I give them birth? Why do you tell me to carry them in my arms as a nurse carries an infant to the land you promised on oath to their ancestors? Where can I get meat for all these people? They keep wailing to me. Give us meat to eat. <laughs> I cannot carry all these people by myself. The burden is too heavy for me hmm. and I know that is I felt that way before you know yeah. I know that people people watching and listening you have felt that way the burden is just too heavy for me the, my the provision that I need my financials my financial provision that I need it's just too heavy for me I can't carry it you know maybe your child is is, yes. is has gone crazy and you know you're, you're so worried and concerned about him that it's just too heavy for me you know maybe you're afraid or you're anxious or you're worried that's too heavy for me hmm. Well, here's, let's just take a, let's take a little cue from Moses. He went to the Lord with it. And he's, he's telling him this. Tell the Lord what burdens you. Tell the Lord what overwhelms you. Um, casting, he's casting his cares on him, yeah, on the kind Lord. Of a, kind of a grumbling and complaining way. Kind of, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Still doing it. You know, and, and God can take that. And That's he'll, right. cha he'll yeah. check your attitude and, and the Holy Spirit will come yes. and help you. Yeah. I cannot carry all these people myself. The burden is too heavy for me. If this is how you're going to treat me, please go ahead and kill me. <laughs> if I have found favor in your eyes and do not let me face my own ruin. And the Lord said to Moses, bring me 70 of Israel's elders who are known to you as leaders and officials among the people. Don't have to do anything by yourself. Yes. God's people work together. God has put every gifting and everything and everybody that that is in the, the body of Christ to work together and if you are carrying too much on your own then you're not you're out of it you're, you're out of balance yes. God has called us to work together yes. together all right so so God's bringing the elders together he, known as the officials among the people, have them come to the tent of meeting that they may stand there with you. I will come down and speak with you there and I will take some of the power of the spirit that is on you and put it on them. Mm. Isn't that good? Yes. They will share the burden of the people with you so that you will not have to carry it alone. Share the burden. Tell the people, consecrate yourselves in preparation for tomorrow when you will eat meat. <laughs> the Lord heard you when you willed. If only we had meat to eat, we were better off in Egypt. Now the Lord will give you meat and you will eat it. 
I just wanted to read this because this is funny to me. <laughs> you will not eat it for just one day or two days or five days or 10 or 20 days before a whole month until it comes out of your nostrils and you loathe it because you have rejected the Lord who is among you and have wailed before him saying, why did we ever leave Egypt? Hmm. Sometimes I think we get into the middle of serving God and we say it was easier back when we weren't serving God. Yeah. You know, and that is, that is not That's right. right. Mm-hmm. That is not right. I mean, God didn't say that it was going to be easy, but he did say that his yoke is easy and his burden is light. So when it becomes hard and difficult for it, it means we are carrying way too much. Mm -hmm. And it's meant for Jesus to carry. Yes, amen. But Moses said, here I am among 600,000 men on foot, and you say, I will give them meat to eat for a whole month. Would they have enough if flocks and herds were slaughtered for them? Would they have enough if the fish of the sea were caught for them? The Lord answered Moses, is the Lord's arm too short? I just want to remind you tonight that God's arm is so long and can handle everything you need and his shoulders are so big that he can handle any burden you have yes yes now you will see whether or not what i say will come true for you so moses went out and told the people what the lord had said he brought together 70 of their elders and had them stand around the tent then the lord came down in the cloud and spoke with them yes lord and he took some of the power of the spirit that was on moses Mm. and put it on the 70 elders praise the lord and that's what we need we need the holy spirit yes. to come down and help us we need the power of the body of christ working yes. together and we need to come to the lord and cast all of our burdens on him Amen. because surely he cares for us Amen. and his yoke is easy and his burden is light Amen. so tell us about jesus Amen. tell us how how we can do that and, and serve jesus with the passion that we need to need to serve him with. Yeah, amen. Well, I'm like, I'm think as you're talking, I'm thinking about like some you know important keys to uh, to this doing the work that God has called you to do and not getting right overwhelmed yes. and burdened and and weary uh, wearied out is what I was going to yeah. say, but <laughs> worn out <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, from it. Uh, um, and uh, you know, Matthew six comes to mind uh, where. Uh, Jesus talks to us about not worrying mm-hmm. and he says the answer uh, is to seek first the his kingdom, kingdom yes. and his righteousness and all these other things are going to be taken That's care right. of and uh, you, know, you were talking about you know getting that out of balance mm-hmm. and, and uh, mm-hmm. it just reminded me of that that we've we've just got to make sure that we're keeping Jesus first That's right. uh, that we're seeking him uh, first uh, that we're uh, doing his work first uh, and right. then the other things just seem they to they seem to line yeah, up and, yeah. and lay out the way that yeah. they're supposed to yeah. uh, in the order right. you know, that they're supposed to. You know, it's almost like uh, you know, you know, the tithing principle working out in everything. Mm-hmm. That when we give first to God, that That's He right. comes and helps and yes. and blesses yes. uh, everything else. You know, so so let's uh, in order to do the work that the Lord has called us to do, and I want to do it for a long time. That's right. You know, yeah, I, I want to. I want to just uh, just heard about you know Charles Stanley retiring. Oh my gosh, yes. yeah, he's in his eighties, awesome. right? Yeah, like almost ninety. Almost ninety, <laughs> and his and his pre. Every time I hear him preach, I think I want to I want to 
I want to be preaching in my 80s. Yeah. If God allows me to be here right. that long, that's right. what I want to be doing. Yeah. You know, I want to be doing his work. Right. And uh, he along. just retired from pastoring. He has not retired from preaching. Right. That's like he wanted to make that clear. Yes. <laughs> when, that's, yes yeah. Thank you for that. That's yeah. good. He's still, still going. You right. Know? Uh, and that's what I want to do. And I hope you do too. I want to be doing the work of the Lord uh, for a long, long time. Uh, so in order to do that, we just got to keep, we got to keep Jesus first. Right. Keep it balanced. Seek first yes. the kingdom of God. Uh, put him first and all that other all that other stuff's going to be cared for mm. and and taken care of yes. and then and then you just reminded me of of how together we are right. in this yes. and, and what a wonderful freeing truth mm-hmm. uh, that is that that not only do we have the promise that Jesus is with us yeah and you remember in Matthew Matthew 16 uh, where Jesus was asking, you know, who do people say that I am? Right. And Peter said, you're the Messiah, you're the Christ, you know, you're the son of the living God. Mm-hmm. And Jesus, Jesus said to Peter, he said, and he said, I'm going I'm to build uh, my church. He said, on, on you, on this rock of revelation of who right. I am. And Jesus said, I will build uh, my uh, church. You know, so there's a call of God on all of our lives to work uh, to work on building the church mm-hmm. and to work on proclaiming the gospel of That's Jesus' right. name. Yeah. But we're not alone in it. Jesus, That's right. is, Jesus is with us. Yes. He said, I'll never leave you or forsake you. And he said, I'm going to build my church. Mm-hmm. And he said, it's going to succeed. He said, the gates of hell cannot will not prevail right. uh, against That's it. Right. And we see there Jesus' passion uh, for his church and that he's with us uh, building it. And then you see the call of God on Peter's life. Mm-hmm. Uh, to be one that he builds the church on, yeah. but it wasn't just Peter. That's right. Uh, it was the it was the other disciples uh, and all who would become disciples uh, through their message uh, have this call of God That's on right. their lives to yeah. build uh, to build the church. So we've got one another, and we've got Jesus. And if we're together and together with the Lord, what is there we can't That's accomplish? Right. What is there that we that we cannot do? Right. That's right. I, I I cannot. Uh, take the world, take the gospel to the world, but together with the church, That's right. we can. Yes, together yeah. with Jesus, uh, we can. Yeah. So it's not doing it's not doing your works mm-hmm. and Tanner's works and, and everybody else's works. It's doing the works that God's called Jason to do. That's right. And you do the works right. that God's called uh, right. you to do. Yeah. And together right. with our different gifts and our different abilities. Uh, we carry the burden that we're to carry, mm-hmm. and it's and we carry it with Jesus, and it's yeah. not too burdensome. That's right. It's easy, uh, and it's light. That's right. Uh, because it's it's uh, it's it's not all on me. It's all on us. Right. Everybody doing right. their part. But but when people aren't doing their part, then that becomes part of the problem. That don't does. you think? Yes. Because, yeah. You know, when they're not uh, doing the works that mm-hmm. God's called them to mm-hmm. do. Well, it's like the body analogy that the Bible takes and, you know, like the eyes missing. Well, my gosh, if you, you know, you got to be able to see, (laughs) you know, and if you're, if you're not doing your part, then part of the body is missing, Yes. you know, so we're not able to do, be the, the mighty powerful body that we're supposed to be if part of us is missing, Yes. you know, so, and God has given every, given the eye, everything it needs to do what it calls the eye to do. You know, and the, and the eyes got to be connected to the body to be able to do be that. Able to do it. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. So we're together with Jesus, uh, and we're together with one another. Uh, so we are not alone in this thing. Sorry. Right. Uh, so we just do our part. You just you just do 
Uh, your part. This is where you can do you. <laughs> you yeah. Can do, uh, you uh, <laughs> yeah. in Christ Jesus, who you That's are right. in Christ yeah. Jesus, the works yeah. that God has called uh, you uh, to do mm-hmm. uh, in Christ. And another thing, you know, a third thing. So you know, we're, we're keeping our mm-hmm. our our focus on Jesus That's him right. first. Uh, we're doing this together. Uh, and then a third thing uh, that that really helps for us to not be overwhelmed and to want to do them uh, is to is to work uh, in our passions. Yeah. When we're passionate yeah. about what we're doing, when we love our work, mm-hmm. it's not it's not hardly uh, work uh, anymore. You know, I, I was thinking about all of this and thinking you know how passionate Jesus was for the church. He said, "I will build my church." Mm-hmm. And you read John uh, chapter two, and if you remember that story, where he goes to the temple, and there's all kinds of uh, stuff going on in the temple, business and and deceptive things, and and selling things, and and people being cheated. Mm-hmm. And he makes a whip and drives them out of there. And he says, "You guys have made my father's house." Uh, most of the time, you're passionate about your father's house. That's right. He said, "You've made my father's house into a den of into a den of thieves," mm-hmm. and he and he chased them all out of there. And and his disciples remembered that when he did that, that it was said of him that zeal uh, for for your house will consume me. Mm-hmm. That Jesus had a passion for uh, the house of God. Mm-hmm. That he has a passion mm-hmm. uh, for uh, the church and for building his church. There might be somebody out there saying, well, that was Jesus. Yeah. And he's going to have passion. Or y'all are pastors. You're going to have passion. Yeah. What do you say to that person? Yeah, I say that I say that when we are living by faith, that that means that we have responded to the call of Jesus to come and follow me mm-hmm. and that we are walking with him. And that as we, when we walk with someone in life, we become like that that's right that that yeah. we those that we walk with and in mm-hmm. this case we become like Jesus uh, whom uh, we walk with right it's it's the proverbs 1320 uh, principle that those who walk with the wise companions mm, of the wise, wise grow wise yes. uh, those who walk with the wise grow wise but a companion of fools uh, suffers harm mm-hmm. and that if you walk with fools then you become like fools yeah. that if you walk with the wise you become like uh, the wise uh, that if you walk with Jesus and those who live by faith mm-hmm. we walk with Jesus if you're walking with somebody else uh, then uh, then you know you need to repent yeah. and change direction and get back in line and walk with Jesus when we walk with Jesus you know, we start to walk like him mm-hmm. and look like him right. and talk like him do and like think him. like him <laughs> and do like him and our be passions like you know, become his passions his passions become our passion yeah. so that uh, so that people who walk with Jesus have a passion for the church right they have a passion for uh, the father's uh, house so these are Jesus's passions they become our passions right. right he had a passion for the father when we walk with him yes. we have a passion for the father yeah. he had a compassion uh, for the lost mm-hmm. when we walk with him mm-hmm. we've got a compassion oh, that's uh, good. for the lost yeah. we had a passion for the church we have a passion uh, for the church uh, and so when uh, when we're called to work on our passions it's not even work mm-hmm. it's not even a burden that's right. it's a pleasure uh, it's a joy. Uh, it's a privilege. Mm-hmm. Uh, we love uh, to do it. Uh, so we are, you know, when we are working on building His church, uh, the one, the Jesus that we're walking with, that we are passionate like He is passionate, we are just working uh, in our area 
of passion and it's not burdensome. Yeah. It's not That's right. It's not a job then yeah. it is a pleasure. And God in his wisdom has gifted us to line up uh, with our passion of building the church and to line up uh, with our unique part mm -hmm. of building mm -hmm. uh, the church. So so yeah. we're gifted to do the things uh, that God has called us mm -hmm. uh, to do and to passionately work on building his church and proclaiming uh, his message. Yeah. You look like you were going to say something. Is that? No. 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 Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> I was just agreeing so, with you. Yes. It's good. Yes. Good stuff. So in a, in a walk with Jesus and a like passion uh, that he has, uh, work on the church. Uh, build the church, proclaim the gospel. There's a call of God on each and every one of yes. our lives to be a life-giving member of the body of Christ, to be a working mm -hmm. member of the body right. of Christ. And I don't believe that you truly will step in and enjoy all the pleasures of abundant life until you do. Connect with the church and begin to work in your passion, which should be part of it, should be a big part of it, should be the Father's house, yeah. the church, That's right. building the church of our yeah. Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. So, maybe if you're wondering, you know, you know, where do I start? Where do I? How do I? Uh, how do I do this? A great place to start is to connect with a local church. To connect, and and you do that by you start by attending, mm. making sure that you're attending. Right every uh, Sunday, and, and when you are attending church every Sunday with a good Christ-like attitude, you right away are making a difference in that church. Just you being there is helping to build right. uh, that church. So, yeah. so just start uh, by attending. Uh, and then uh, second, you, know, you can start uh, by, now that you're attending, by praying for uh, that church, by praying for your church, praying for uh, your pastor, yes. praying for yes. your brothers and sisters mm. uh, in uh, the church. Begin to pray uh, for the church. Do the work of prayer. It's a wonderful work. Attend and pray, uh, and then you can give. Mm -hmm. You can begin to take uh, your finances, your money, uh, and begin to tithe through that church and give over and above uh, your tithe uh, to that church. And, and you're, it's so cool to me how your money will just be a blessing uh, to the church and that God can use your money uh, to lay up treasure that's in right. heaven. Your money, that's, that's right. going to perish it's going to rot and rust that can be stolen right. if you give it to god then he can take it's it and eternal. use it to yes. lay up treasure right. in heaven yeah. so you're just attending you are praying you're giving and then just a fourth thing start to serve somewhere just just start to joy started listening them out earlier you mm. know the connections team the nursery the children's ministry the the worship team just just find somewhere the the cleaning team, the grass cutting team. Just no job is too small. Like yeah, like right. everybody's gifted in different areas, and there's mm -hmm. no small job in the kingdom. That's Every right. job is big, yeah. you know. So it's not like the, the toilets do need to be cleaned. Yes, thank God for yeah. for that ministry, right. <laughs> you know. And just just any job that you do, any work that you do, it's kingdom work. Amen. Just do it. Amen. Yeah. Amen. And God can God can take what looks like little things to men and turn them into big things right. 
yeah, for yeah. his kingdom. Yeah. And when we're all doing the apparently small things, uh, then together we're able to do big things, big things yes. for the kingdom of God. And nobody's worn out and burdened right. and, and yes. weary and, and tired because they're having to do everything. So there's a call of God on your life to, to just do you, uh, to do uh, your part, just attend. Yes. Pray, give, and serve. And as you begin to serve, you know, you'll start to discover and find out uh, how God has formed and fashioned you and what good works He's called you to do. And you'll eventually get into your area of giftedness uh, where you are loving what you're doing and you are good at what you are doing. I think if every Christian who has put their faith and trust in Jesus would faithfully attend church mm -hmm. and would faithfully pray mm -hmm. and faithfully give, and faithfully serve, uh, that there would be a revival wow. in this country it, and in would. this world that would yes. blow our minds. We'd probably go it. ahead and we'd probably go ahead and take this world for Jesus, <laughs> and then He could come and call us, and we could go and be forever with Him uh, in our in our home that is our home that yes. we are longing uh, for. Yes, uh, there's a call of God on each and every one of our lives to work. Right. It's not a burden. That's it's right. a delight and yes. a pleasure. It's a secret of mm. abundant life. Uh, get involved. Uh, allow the Lord to lead you. Uh, start small, apparently uh, small. And, uh, and how does the scripture say it? Uh, that when we're faithful in the small things, mm -hmm. right? He gives us more. That's right. He gives us more things. That's right. Hey, God bless you tonight. If you um, are listening to all of this and you think, well, you know, I, d I, don't, even, I don't even know Jesus. I haven't even trusted him. Uh, I haven't even put my faith in him. But, but man, I want to. I want to become part of him and part of his church and and part of his work and part of his uh, plan. And then tonight, I just ask you to pray uh, with me and in prayer, just declare your desire to connect with Jesus and to trust in him with all of your heart and put your faith in him and make him your Lord and your Savior. And when you do. Uh, he's uh, he's going to call you to come to him and walk with him and and, and do life uh, forever uh, together. And in Jesus, you'll find only in Jesus you'll find abundant life. Would Amen. you pray with me? Amen. Just make Jesus your Lord and your Savior, Lord Jesus. I give you my heart tonight. I give you my life. I want all of me uh, to be uh, in your hands. I want you to be my Savior and my Lord. I ask you to come into my heart and be my Lord. Save me from my sins. Jesus, I receive your forgiveness. Help me to live for you. Help me to serve you. Help me to live to please you. I pray this yes. in Jesus' mighty name. And all God's people said, Amen. 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 Hey, praise the Lord. Uh, God bless you. Um, there is a call of God on your life to be a part of the church yes. uh, and to work. Yeah. And it is a glorious and wonderful thing. A great place to start uh, is to attend. Uh, so if you don't have a church, find one uh, this Sunday yes. uh, and begin to attend a Bible-believing, yeah. Jesus-preaching uh, church. Uh, if you're in the Greenville area, uh, we'd love to have you come here uh, to Life Change Church. Uh, we think you'll love it. God bless.